welcome to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times with me, Peter Morden. I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church here in Leeds. We have reached the final instalment of our journey through the book of Ruth. And I feel it's a bit of a shame. I've loved reading these chapters and reflecting on them. And I hope that you have enjoyed it as well. So Ruth chapter four today, let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for this book, which is full of light and love and laughter that is so refreshing and powerful for us. As we read it and reflect on it, we pray that you would bring great joy into our hearts, that that joy would burn within us, and that it wouldn't only light up our own lives, but you would use it to light up others as well. Come, Holy Spirit, come, Lord Jesus. Come to us today, we pray, and lighten our darkness, that we might be lights to the world, following our Lord Jesus, who himself is the light of the world. We lift our prayer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Ruth chapter 4. Meanwhile, Boaz went up to the town gate and sat down there just as the guardian redeemer he had mentioned came along. Boaz said, Come over here, my friend, and sit down. So he went over and sat down. Boaz took ten of the elders of the town and said, Sit here, and they did so. Then he said to the guardian redeemer, Naomi, who has come back from Moab, is selling the piece of land that belonged to our relative Elimelech. I thought I should bring the matter to your attention and suggest that you buy it in the presence of these seated here and in the presence of the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, do so. But if you will not, tell me. So I will know, for no one has the right to do it except you, and I am the next in line. I will redeem it, he said. Then Boaz said, On the day you buy the land from Naomi, you also acquire Ruth the Moabite, the dead man's widow, in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property. At this, the guardian redeemer said, Then I cannot redeem it, because I might endanger my own estate. You redeem it yourself. I cannot do it. Now in earlier times in Israel, for the redemption and transfer of property to become final, one party took off his sandal and gave it to the other. This was the method of legalising transactions in Israel. So the guardian redeemer said to Boaz, Buy it yourself, and he removed his sandal. Then Boaz announced to the elders and all the people, Today you are witnesses that I have brought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech, Kilion and Marlon. I have also acquired Ruth the Moabite, Marlon's widow, as my wife, in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property, 
so that his name will not disappear from among his family or from his hometown. Today you are witnesses. Then the elders and all the people at the gate said, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the family of Israel. May you have standing in Ephrathah and be famous in Bethlehem. Through the offspring the Lord gives you by this young woman, may your family be like that of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. When he made love to her, the Lord enabled her to conceive and she gave birth to a son. The women said to Naomi, Praise be to the Lord, who this day has not left you without a guardian redeemer. May he become famous throughout Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you and is better to you than seven sons, has given him birth. Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. The women living there said, Naomi has a son, and they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. This then is the line of the family of Perez. Perez was the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Aminadab, Aminadab the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, Boaz the father of Obed, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David. Wow, wonderful stuff. There's an extraordinary dramatic moment, isn't there, at the end of verse 4, where this other guy says, I will redeem it. And it seems that the story is going to be turned on its head and Boaz and Ruth aren't going to marry after all. But then the story unfolds and it's going to be all right. They're going to get married. God is at work in the lives of these two people. God is at work in Naomi's life. And so we see again on a micro level that God is interested in the everyday. God cares for us. God watches over us. May you know that truth personally today. Whatever your needs, God knows and God cares. May he answer your prayers, even as he answered Naomi's prayers, even as he answered Ruth's prayers, even as he answered their commitment to their God. May he respond to you, a good and gracious God, and give you what you need today. And then there is this bigger story of salvation that is highlighted here even more than in the other chapters in Ruth. God cares for us on the micro level, but he is also at work on what people call the macro level, the big story. Through Ruth, through Boaz, through Naomi, 
God is working his purposes out, his salvation purposes in the world. We see that in the genealogy and we see that in the mention just before that from this union is going to come Obed, is going to come Jesse, is going to come King David. David, of course, is the Lord's anointed and he looks forward to the coming Messiah, the coming Christ, the coming Lord Jesus. And as we read the genealogies of Jesus in the New Testament, we see that humanly speaking, Jesus came of this line. Again, I say God is working his salvation purposes out. So many ways we could apply this today. But actually in prayer, I just want to give thanks, only that. I don't want to pray that God would help us to apply this in other ways to our lives, although if God leads you in that direction, then please go with it. But really what I want to do today is just give thanks for this amazing story of salvation. Salvation for individuals salvation for all who will believe. The story of Ruth ultimately is not just a, a great and wonderful story in and of itself. It points forward to the greatest story of all, the story of the coming of the Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Yes, Lord, we give you thanks and praise today. Thank you for this wonderful story. Thank you for your words that is so full of life and light and health and peace and excitement and drama. Help us to be people of your words. And help us not just to be those who read your words, but who are read by it, who see our own stories in the light of your big story. Thank you for that big story. Thank you for the Lord Jesus. Thank you for the fact that he came as the truly anointed one. As we've said before in these podcasts, great David's greater son. Lord, you were working your purposes out in Ruth's time. You were working your purposes out through the coming of the Lord Jesus. You are working your salvation purposes out in our lives too. And you've not yet finished. For one day we will see the Lord Jesus face to face. One day perhaps we will meet Ruth and Boaz. And we will meet Naomi. And we will meet David and Obed and Jesse. We will have an eternity together, praising you, working for you in joyful abandonment. This is our future. And so we thank you for this big story. We praise you. We worship you today. In Jesus' name. Amen.